It's only after we've lost everything that we're free to do anything. What's up, world? It's your boy Sway from MTV News, and it's lonely at the top. What's that? Oh, it's lonely at the bottom. But we push through, meaning we're back for episode 60 of Knifey Lion Radio. My name is Jonah, holding up the eternal flame of future soccer possibilities, praising you for continuing to listen through what can only be described as a minor speed bump on FCC's road to future glory. Now, I will be at the USA vs. Venezuela friendly at Nippert Stadium Sunday afternoon, which means I'm recording this bad boy today, Saturday, June 8th, solo. 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 Now, it's hard to talk about Thursday's game with uh, any semblance of joy or excitement, but I'm going to give it a try. And the only way to do that is with FCC headlines. Headlines. Uh, Yeah, then I'll give a meaningful send-off to Kenny Safe in the segment I'm calling FCC Obituary. After that, we'll see what Kevin has left in the tank. Hopefully, Kevin, have I talked to you yet? With a brand new edition of... And if there's anything left for me to say, I'm going to say it in... Hopefully. Folks, episode 60. It was episode 30 where I presented you with a knife, knife, sharp weapon, or an object song. And now here we are, 30 episodes after that. It's been a joy. It's been a slog. It's been a grind. It's been a log. I just really wanted to rhyme for you there. Luckily for KLR, we jumped on the scene when this team was a winning machine, winning games, winning MLS bids, winning the hearts and minds of Cincinnatians. Well, now we're an abomination on the field. But as a great philosopher once said, I am a forest and a night of dark trees. But he who is not afraid of my darkness will find banks full of roses under my cypresses. And I couldn't have said it better myself. Nietzsche, 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 Nietzsche. Um, it was also the great philosopher Bjork who Bjork. once said, When I wake up and the day feels broken, I lean into the crack and it will crumble ever so nicely. So, let's lean into the crack today, shall we? Let's do it. We won't be here long. Just get in, we'll get out. Who cares? But I know one place you won't find any cracks, and that's the newly refurbished John Hark's, John Hark's Cave, of Wonders. Cave of Wonders. Mm-mm, baby. It's nice in here. It's cozy, but moist. But moist. But no time to beat around the bush. We're trying to get in, we're trying to get out. Let's get into FCC, FCC Headlines. Headlines. 
Oh, FCC headlines. Oh, man. So, yeah, we're playing New York City FC in New York. We're back. And the first big headline for this match was, did you hear this? Me talking to myself? FCC tries for a USW. End up with a big USL. Oh, baby. Six USL players from last year, I believe, made the start. Some old friends, your Forrest Lassos, your Richies, your Hoyts, your Ledesmas, um, Fernando Adiano, that's kind of a little bit cheating, and your Corbin Bones. Folks, I was excited, and you know what? I tweeted about it. I said, USL domination. Listen, if I'm tweeting about something, and I say something like USL domination, take it with a little bit of your tongue in your cheek, folks. You don't take me so seriously. People keep trying to old takes expose me saying, this didn't age well. Oh, actually, they sucked. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to have fun in this nightmare of a season lately, okay? So you don't need to call me out on an obvious joke. I know what jokes are. Can't you tell? Have you listened? I love jokes. I love jokes. But yeah, those guys started in, um, God, who did the best from that group? Corbin Bone. Corbin Bone, he had a good game. He had a nice game. I liked Corbin out there. He looks like a guy who can play soccer. Not a great day for Forrest Lasso, but what are we going to do? We need him out there. And, uh, you know, whatever. So, what else? Another huge headline. I love... This is on the front page of the New York Post. Call the Meg... <laughs> Call the Maytag repairman. David Villa was washed. And the new New Yorkers are the cleaners. I don't know what that means either. So I don't know pretty much any of the guys on this New York FC team. They don't have any of the big, slightly washed stars of days old, like your Frank Lampards or your Pirlo's or your uh, mixed Discarudes. And uh, David Villa's gone. David Villa, if you're a prick. And, um, well, clearly they didn't need him against us. They were fucking slicing them up, man. Slicing and dicing. And every time you looked up, we were just getting... um, they're on the break and they're cutting through us and it was kind of embarrassing so um fernando adi's getting a lot of hate out there lately unrelated to his ovi about him not finishing chances and that's true i wish he would finish his chances but um doesn't really matter who's up front at the moment if we're getting cut up like fucking swiss cheese i guess that's any sense more holes than swiss cheese because you cut up any cheese we're getting fucking cut up like brie out there it's um nightmarish, nightmarish. and uh the only thing that might have made it seem a little better is i watched it at molly malone's and uh if anyone from molly malone's is listening and you're obviously not the second floor please get some new tvs i'm willing to set up a gofundme they are the worst quote-unquote hd tvs they had gray bars on the sides could barely make out what's going on and i was upset about it but you know what it might have been a good thing couldn't exactly see the game totally clear and that's all right that's all right but yeah they cut us the fuck up we had really no answers i don't know what do you want to say about it another thing this was another huge headline from the game this is from the cincinnati inquirer Unfunny fcc fans repeatedly post i thought we were done with baseball fields lol they really did. Guys, we get it. We thought we were done with baseball fields. Louisville, it's funny. It's hilarious. Guys, you can stop stop with the baseball field jokes. Not you, Pat Brennan. You can keep making them because it's right up your wheelhouse. Um, what else is going on? Uh, I hear my wife outside power washing. Trying to power wash away the pain from the game. Um, this was a huge headline coming out of it. This was, an, it's strange they were even talking about it. It was from the Miami Herald. Um how big we are right now. Demay Way sounds like conversion. <laughs> hmm. Don't want to get this one wrong. Demay Way sounds, sounds like, like conversion, conversion therapy, therapy for straight, straight D. D. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? 
Demeaway. It sounds like conversion there. Anyways, uh, what is the Demeaway? Was it so far? We thought Demeaway was uh, the backline passing it around a bunch, and then uh, then we break forward. I'm not sure what the Demeaway is. And uh, he seemed, I like the look of him. I like Demay's demeanor, but uh, it's not going great. And um, I'm not I'm not saying Demay out because who cares? I truly don't care at this point. You know, we've made our big changes for this season. We just got to hold on. Um, you guys seen White Squall? White Squall <laughs> rented on VHS. What am I talking about? I lost track completely. But yeah, I mean, our ship, you know, we're, let's just try to survive at this point. And are we surviving if we're getting blown out? I say yes. You know, we're just holding on, holding the fort until the big changes uh, take effect. But one guy who's got to really be upset is Pa on the bench. The other uh, assistant, he's going to be like, man, I speak 36 languages and uh, I couldn't get out there. And, and he's kind of looks like he's trying to give advice to Demay, too. So who's really in charge? No one? Anyone? It doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. But um yeah, what were some positive takeaways? So uh, technically, FCC got two goals. We didn't score them ourselves. Yeah, final score is five two. You know that nobody cares. And our two goals were own goals. One was like a straight own goal, corner kick. Their guy bounced straight off his head into the goal. Forrest Lasso decided to celebrate it. Thought we would notice. <laughs> Thought there weren't replays. Forrest, there's cameras, bro. We saw it. We knew it was in you. But the second one, you got to give credit to the man, the myth, the small legend, Frankie Amaya, because he really made that own goal happen. He was shaking and baking and, you know, he put them in a vulnerable position where it happened to go off the goalie and then off of their own player, then back into the goal. So I give Frankie Amaya a hockey assist on that one. I was thinking, let's make something fucking crazy happen. We can do this, guys. And uh, no, we really couldn't. But you'd think... After we've been so bad for so many weeks, pretty much, even just let's just ignore the Montreal game, which seems like some oasis far away in the desert of our past memories in our minds. Mind. You'd Mind. think that I don't care as much what's happening on the field, and it's just like, oh, what does it matter? But like, I'm watching and I feel it in my stomach. I feel the highs, I feel the lows. But I mean, then once the game gets ridiculous, you, you don't feel anything anymore. And you become a little bit numb. But I think when they were going for their fifth goal and they were like juking on us and stuff, at that point, I'm like, the sickness comes in where I'm like, just break us. Just take us all the way. I feel like obviously getting embarrassed hasn't like switched things up for us lately. But I'm like, just pile us on now. OK, go ahead. Get it. Get a 10th goal. Let's get fucking crazy because I already don't care what the outside world things anymore like just like minnesota all that stuff it doesn't mean anything to me anymore i don't care so pile it on us if you're gonna pile it on us if not let's fucking make some magic happen but yeah five two final score terrible game um not a great day for uh the usl also a terrible day for the uh forest lasso over waston people and i shit you not those people did past tense did exist i hope they watch the game and they see a little difference out there. And I love Force Lasso, and uh, we need him to play well. But, uh, uh, you know, you missed you missed some of our uh, our regulars. We're hurting, you know? We're hurting. We're hurting. So that was uh, my final thoughts on the game. We're still trash. There's plenty of games to go. But if we want to get as many wins as Minnesota had, we have to win, um, like, seven of our last, how many games we got? Like, 17 or 19 games left. It's a big ask when you watch this team play. It's hard to see where these wins are going to come from. But, uh, you know, stranger things have happened. The MLS is weird, you know. I 
I don't know. I don't follow it that closely, but <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, one person who's been absent for a long time. Yeah, that was my final thoughts. We suck. And, uh, on to the next one. Next next game will be the LA Galaxy at home. And, uh, you know, people have been making fun of other teams' fans, kind of like cheering Zlatan and wanting him to score and stuff. Well, the way we're playing, uh, don't be surprised when um, you see a lot of that going on. <laughs> I would not be surprised. We hold Zlatan, me personally, too, in high esteem. So, uh, But let's root for our own team first, and then if things really get off the wheels, and then go ahead and put on your LA Galaxy jersey after that. But uh, at least root for us at first, if you could. But yeah, that brings me to this segment. FCC. I don't know if you've seen Pat Brennan's constant updates. Uh, you know, only here for the first 15 minutes of practice, but uh, still don't see Kenny safe. Well, it looks like that mystery has finally been solved. If it was still a mystery, uh, there was an Instagram or tweet from one of Kenny Safe's friends that showed him back in Israel. And then I think CST tweeted it out. And um, it looked like he was working out on the floor, watching some TV back in Israel. Um so I'm that he's gone. <laughs> he's completely gone. And uh, I'm of two minds. One, um, he walked into a bad situation and uh, maybe he was misled. He didn't think he was walking into a total shit show. That original coach is gone. And we've been possibly even worse since he's been gone. And he didn't understand why he was getting playing time and yada, yada, yada. They don't want to give him playing time because apparently he had a bad attitude and didn't want to be here. Well, now he's gone. You know, on the one hand, I can't blame him. On the other hand, I'm kind of like, fuck off, bro. <laughs> Fucking eat shit. You don't want to be here? Go to hell. And um, that's probably the wrong point of view to have. But that's how I'm feeling at the moment. He didn't, you know, didn't personally do anything to me. But it's like you're you're on the ship. You're on this boat with the team, with our fans, this possibly sinking ship. Hey, we're family. I'm going to ride or die. Okay. I'm going to embrace you. I'm going to love you. I'm not like a lot of these hacks you see on Bailey Facebook who want to throw every fucking player under the bus. I love these guys, except for Alexander. I love you guys, okay? We're on a team together. Even if I talk shit, you know, I'll back you up. If you get in a fist fight at a bar, I'll be there cheering you on. Not getting physical. It's not my cup of tea, but, you know, I'll be cheering you on. So Kenny Safety was in the cocoon of safety with me in FCC. I made him a banner. I don't know if you ever saw it. Look up pictures of the Bailey the last few weeks. It was a GQ magazine cover with him on it wearing a suit with shorts and his cleats. He said Kenny Safe styling on him. Styling on him. I spent hours on that, Kenny, designing it and fucking uh, painting it. Time away I could have been spending with my kids, teaching them how to read, stuff like that. But instead I was painting a banner for you. And what'd you do for me? You, you pounded and you went away. So in that respect, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Zach, that phrase that I came up with, remember? Um... Yeah, so really, if Zach was here, he'd say I don't blame him. But since nobody else is here to reel me in, I'll say fuck him. You know, peace out, bro. Peace out, bro. You had some great moments. And you know what? You had some not great moments. We remember the pass, the glorious pass to Roland Lamar in Atlanta, the game that's basically kept me alive this entire season. It was a beautiful ball. It was a beautiful assist. Matt Doyle was creaming himself. He said, this is what they needed. This is the number 10. And he's like, actually, I play on the wing. And we're like, whatever, bro. You're in the middle. I actually want to play on the wing. All right, fuck you, bro. Play on the wing. But my dude gave up possession as much as he kept possession. I'm going to be straight with you. And there's no one here to argue with me otherwise. Aaron passes. He had plenty. He was a bit rusty. Hey, he's not starting in Europe either, okay? He's not fucking God's gift to soccer. And uh, if you want to pout, you don't want to be here. Hey, fine. Get the fuck out of here, bro. 
Bring GB back. Bring GB Get out of here. I don't want you anymore. Okay? And take the shitty fans with you. The under the bus throwers. Take them all. Go. Go away. Go away. I did want you. Now I don't. Remember when I was saying, we got to keep them after this loan. We got to. Well, how'd that work out? Out here, Frankie's talking about trusting the process and you're whining like a little bitch. So go back with your tail tucked between your legs. Can't wait to see you ride the pines for some other shitty European team. Or a more shitty European team. Definitely more shitty than FCC. Because if we were in another league, MLS is so hard, we'd be fucking dominated. So yeah, Kenny Safe's gone. I'll remember that fucking glorious pass and him getting his hair fucking yanked to smithereens by Mano. Now it's time, if he made one, if he didn't, this will sound really dumb because I'm not going to edit it out. It's a brand new edition of Kevin's Last Minute. What is there for Kevin to talk about? I truly don't know. But his time starts right now. All right, I'm here in the barley with uh, Kevin Wallace himself. Uh, wow, USA versus Venezuela. What are the pro positives you've seen out here so far from uh, <laughs> the Stars and Stripes, huh? The field wasn't a problem. Field looks not too bad. It's rolling nice. That is literally the only positive I have from a U.S. perspective on this game so far. How about Tyler Boyd? He's American now. Boyd is good, uh, but he's New Zealand until until I hear otherwise. New Zealand until he dies. All right, that's enough America talk. Uh, Kevin, Louisville, Wednesday. Give me your 23 seconds about Louisville. Luke Spencer scores a hat trick. USA gets to experience what rock bottom really feels like. Well, um, you've got 15 seconds. Anything else on life, liberty, the pursuit of soccer? That's kind of all I got. I, right now, I'm just so disappointed with U.S. soccer. I can't really think straight. Burhalter out. Oh, baby. baby. That was a minute. I'll never forget. Nick, what was your favorite part? Great. Sounds fantastic. Um, real quick, this week's edition of... Popery. Oh, folks, you know what's coming Wednesday. It is the Lou City game. And uh, they're really trying to make it a thing, but it doesn't really feel like a thing, does it? It doesn't feel like much of anything to me. And we're, um, I'm coming into it assuming we're going to lose because that's just the way that we're at right now as a team. But if we, if we dominate, that'll be something positive. And uh, look for a special banner we got for that, too. Should be pretty exciting. Um, I've noticed, it's been pointed out, Louisville fans keep complaining about where the away section is located. And they've got some great takes on their Reddit, like, Oh, they know we're just going to outdo their fans so much, so they're putting us over here on the fucking moon. If they would just check the internet for five seconds, they'll see that's where the away section is now. We're not, um, you know, purposely just excluding you. But uh, the fact it makes you upset and makes me like it, so it's something for me to get excited about. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be sitting in the barley for the first time in uh, about two seasons. So, yeah, I'll be... Chanting along in the barley with the barley bros and uh, the barley bastards and Prid, Prid Norse, Jimmy's kids, Bailey orphans, Lunders ladies, all the gangs. So look for that. And, you know, if you haven't sat in the barley before, they still have tickets. Call them. And now you know that I'll be sitting in the barley. You can sit in the barley with me. That's really something worth thinking about. Something being excited for. But yeah, what else? And tomorrow is the U.S. game. 
what a week. Lots of soccer. Hopefully not a lot of bad soccer, but you know, we won't know until it happens. And, um, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know, man. What are we doing out here? What's going on? We'll be back with a regular episode next, uh, next week, but... The team sucks butt right now. We're huffing large farts into our mouths. And, yes, it sucks terribly. We want them to be better. Hey, let's be better fans. Let's be better. Because um, none of you who are listeners, you're all good fans. And I'm not, you know, I'm just a man with an opinion like everybody else. Usually it's trash. Especially, I get it after a loss like that, what the instinct is, is to just like light us on fire again. And we should. We should call a spade a spade when we're um, huffing butt. But... Just in general, I'm seeing some, and I'm, you know, maybe I'm looking in the wrong place. You look on the Bailey Facebook, obviously you're going to see bad takes, but just, uh, Twitter too. They're rampant, just like some of the worst fucking takes you'll ever see. And I'm like, yeah, we suck horribly, but somehow you suck more, okay? It's like when you have a pet and people say, like, owners look like their pets. Well, right now our fans are looking like our team, okay? We look like trash. A lot of the fans look like trash right now. You know, me too at times, but you know, mostly not me. I'm 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 a good fan. I'm one of the I'm one of the good great fans. I'm a supreme fan. But um, just like, what are you trying to get out of what's happening right now? We suck horribly. You know, we suck. We hired a GM. We fired the coach. We've got a fucking youth academy guy now. Like it's this is this is it. Okay. Half our guys are gone. Half our guys are injured. We suck right now. Nothing we can really do about it. You got to find the moments between the moments. Have some fun with it. I, I can't tell you how to have fun with it. I know I do. I find my ways with the moments between the moments. I'm still fucking painting banners for this awful team. I'm having fun with the people who follow the team. But there's just some really unfun people. And I'm like, why do you get into sports to begin with? Because you gotta. at some point you got to laugh it off. Because we're trash now. We're at the bottom of the barrel, like I said. We're scraping the cast iron skillet. We're trying to get the gristle off. But uh, this is who we are right now. And you just got to deal with it and find some way to enjoy it. And I know I am. So you find your way. Find your cloud. Okay? Get on it. Ride it. And just, uh, yeah, find a way to not be so shitty. And I'm not talking to you. Because the people who listen to you, to me, you guys get it. If you listen to KLR, you get it. You know what it's all about. But try to help these other people out who fucking don't get it at all. And um, they're wallowing in our crapulence in the wrong way. So I hope they can fucking fix that and switch that around. Because the season's not getting any shorter. It's not even halfway over. There's plenty more shit times to come. And maybe some good times. So enjoy those. Really savor those. Drink them. Savor them as much as possible. Please. I beg of you. So um, we'll be back when we're back. Every Monday, you know, we'll be here. And um, next time we'll be back with a more legit episode. But it's hard. You know, it's hard to talk about when we're so trash. And I understand that. And um, you don't want to hear me. I don't want to hear you. Nobody wants to hear anybody. Let's just dig our heads in the sand and try to get through this. Okay? When you wake up and the day feels broken, lean into the crack. Lean into the crack. Drop a pencil in that big butt crack like we used to do to people in junior high. All right, can you do that for me? Let's do that, all right? Let's forget this week ever happened. Let's forget this episode ever happened, all right? Let's move on, I understand. I'll see you next week 
first place forever, last place forever, Louisville, never, ever, ever see you Wednesday, Wednesday. rise Rise together. What's up, folks? Since this week was um, just so shitty feeling, I wanted to share something special with people who haven't experienced it. Um, Episode two... The second KLR episode of all time was a special bi-week episode called Tommy Tyler and the Truth. And now if I look at the numbers, the podcast numbers, listening numbers, well over half of our usual listeners now have never heard that very brief but momentous true crime style episode. So if you enjoy podcasts like Serial, you'll really want to sink your teeth into this one. So if you've heard episode two of KLR way back when you can turn off the episode right now if you haven't already if you never have heard this then please keep listening and enjoy a master class in podcasting thank you from knifey lion radio and klr productions we bring you tyler tommy and the truth a special bi-week episode of knifey lion radio Towards the end of the 2017 season, longtime FCC fullback Tyler Polak's relationship with the club had begun to sour. After impressive performances in crucial games, including the U.S. Open Cup, Polak saw his minutes dwindle, with the team claiming he was recovering from an injury. But, a little backstory first. The last name Polak was one of the earliest German names seen in America something that must have endeared Tyler to the FCC fans early on. Yeah, a lot of fans seem to be really into our German heritage. It's a little strange, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think there's another soccer team in America that focuses on the ethnicity of its city's population in the 1800s. But what do I know? You have a PhD in cultural studies. Yeah, that's true. The city truly smells of bratwurst. On Reddit, a woman claiming to be Tyler Polak's wife said, Not only is he okay to play... He's not injured at all. I saw Tyler Polak's wife's post and I was floored. Why was FCC benching one of their better players? And why were they saying he was injured? I was riding the 47 Metro last week and the bus was packed. I mean, the aisles were three wide with people. Not only that, but it was pouring down rain. An elderly woman got on and she looked like she could barely hold herself up. Cold, soaking wet, emaciated. I was in the first seat on the left, trying to avoid eye contact as usual. When she looked at me with those sad, old eyes and said, Can I have that seat, son? I said, Oh, me? Um, I hurt my hamstring last week and I can't stand. Doctor's orders. But I wasn't hurt. And I could stand. I lied that day. After the season, Tyler's contract went quietly unrenewed. Most people simply moved on as FCC signed an endless stream of new players, one of them being a tall, scruffy-haired striker named Tommy Heinemann. Tommy looked like he'd be the focal point for the team's attack, and I was really looking forward to preseason with him in the fold. Plus, his name started with a T, just like Tyler, who I liked. I'd written a chant just for him, where I cleverly changed the words to, Oh, Danny boy. Damn. Yeah, I know. I changed Danny... To Tommy. Shit. That's perfect. 
And we're supposed to just be okay with him being gone? As you can hear, an FCC game with Tommy Heineman playing never came. As quickly as he joined the team, Heineman was cut, with FCC claiming he showed up with an undisclosed injury. What Tommy said next, however, left everyone speechless. I mean, he said he wasn't hurt. Heineman claimed he was fine, and FCC needed to pay him for his troubles. Noticeably absent from all of this, you guessed it, Tyler Polak. It was just so strange. Why wasn't Polak on Twitter, subtweeting FCC with a, wow, another phantom injury, huh? Or something like that. It just didn't add up. I was on the bus first, and I'm not sure why I would be the one to give up my seat, you know? I don't care how old she was. Oh, Tommy boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. Now, before I tell you what I'm about to tell you, a warning. If today is not a day where you feel like picking your brain matter off of the floor, turn this episode off right now. There is one simple question left to be answered. Are Tyler Polak and Tommy Heineman the same person? Now, before you write this theory off, have you ever seen the two together? Look, I'm a huge soccer fan, and it seems strange to me they've never crossed paths, visually. Nobody has an explanation for that. They both get hurt, quote-unquote. Both feel slighted by FCC, but it's almost like Tommy came into the team knowing this is how it would go down, like he was trying to expose the team. If someone could just explain to me how Tower 7 fell without- At this point- There was enough circumstantial evidence for a judge and jury to convict, but we needed more. We called Tyler Polak's last known number. We called, we called, and we called. Every time, though, all we got was his strange voicemail. Hey, this is Tom, or Tyler Polak. The fullback here is not tall and does not have a lot of hair. Please leave a message. Maybe we needed to talk to someone who always had two cents to add. Shh, guys, I'm calling her. It's ringing. Hello? Yeah, is this Tyler Polak's wife? Um, depends who's asking. Okay, well, I'm Jonah from Knifey Lion Radio. It's an FCC Cincinnati weekly podcast. It's really tearing up the iTunes charts. Okay, and yes, I'm his wife. He's not very tall and doesn't have much hair. I'm sorry, what's that? His name is Tyler, and he's always been himself, singular, my husband. Um, Tyler is the same person that has been presented to the world this whole time, okay? Oh. Well, yeah, okay. Have a good one. After that completely normal conversation, we were starting to doubt our theory. Tommy played in San Francisco last year, and Tyler played in Cincinnati. It would be pretty hard to pull off. Yeah, but if someone really wanted to... Yeah, you're right. Never mind. Guys, I honestly think we're getting too close to the truth here. But that's why we started this podcast, isn't it? Nick, it really is. There had been enough beating around the bush. We decided it was time to go directly to the source. We had heard that Tyler Polak was staying in a small cabin outside of Billings, Montana. What was a 25-year-old from Nebraska doing in Montana? Nebraska became a state in 1867. I feel like that has to mean something. Does anyone have a Nebraska state calendar of events from the year Tyler Polak was born? Yeah, Mr. Pac-Man from Reddit made digital calendars for every state for the last 50 years. Well, let me pull it up real quick. Why? Nobody knows, mate. After arriving in Billings, we took a taxi from the airport to the small road his cabin was on. 
the mile walk towards his house left us a lot of time to think about how we'd gotten to this point. Tommy played in San Francisco last year. And we're supposed to just be okay with him being gone? If someone could just explain to me how Tower 7 fell Finally, the cabin came into view, orange and blue, with red paint splattered on the sides. It was quite a sight. Hello? Tyler? Is anyone in there? Tyler, come on. You have to be in there. It has to be you. I have to pee right now. Let us in, Ty. Tyler, this is Chad. I'm also here with the group. Tyler! Tyler! Tyler. Are you in there? It's Chad, I'm here too. Tyler, I gotta pee. Tyler! A man turned around, and our collective jaws hit the floor. It was former FCC coach John Harks. Ah! What was he doing there? Where was Tyler? We'll talk about that, and more, next time on Knifey Lion Radio. This special edition of Knifey Lion Radio is brought to you by AngelFire.com. AngelFire.com is the best way to turn your website into a reality. Quick and easy, most importantly free. AngelFire.com is the best web builder, web host anywhere on the net. Check us out at our site, AngelFire.com slash sports backslash Knifey Lion Radio. And if that doesn't work, give us a search on AltaVista.com. This episode also brought to you by Stamps.com. Stamps.com is a proud sponsor of every podcast that has ever been created, and we are technically that as well. Use promo code Knifey Lion Radio Soccer Chatted Up 2018 Postage Bruja in the offer box and get a free envelope from Stamps.com. Stamps.com. <laughs>